What's up, people? It's the big guy. Welcome to Culturally Dysfunctional. Let me start off by saying these are my opinion and views of what I see and interpret as dysfunctional. Nothing but what I grew up seeing and understanding what all this means. I had to grow up and educate myself on life and learn a different difference between right and wrong. Morals are way different than what I'm used to. A new generation of disrespect, violence, and morals. My community is the opposite of what I was hoping to see as I get older. Martin Luther King gave a speech, I have a dream, but then later said that dream had turned into a nightmare. So in my episodes of Culturally Dysfunctional, I will be talking about the nightmare that the new generation is making for the older generation. Some may agree, some may disagree. It's all about who is looking with open eyes and mind. With that being said, let's jump into it. No more talking about it. The way it is, the way it is. It's no mystery. There's no getting around it. When you're here, when you're here, we got chemistry. We light It's the big guy. What's up, my people? It's your boy. It's the big guy. I'm back. I know I've been on vacation. I've been gone for a few weeks. But, you know, um, yeah, I had to get myself together. I'm I'm still trying to do my thing. Um, I'm back now. Again, I know I'm in and out. But uh, I'm here. I hope you're still rocking with me. So let's get into it. I want to talk about these things with the restaurants and shootings and, you know, a lot of bad things been happening, you know, with the employees and customers. Uh, I also want to talk about relationships, you know, the, the communication and relationships now. No, just just different things. You you know what I talk about. So let's get into it. Now, for those who might not have heard, there was a shooting at a Popeyes. A teenager, 17-year-old, shoots a customer. Why are 17-year-olds toting guns to work at a restaurant? At a restaurant. People, it is getting way too dangerous out here. And it's getting younger and younger. The ages of the suspects and the victims are getting younger, younger. Somehow, 
we got to get a handle on this. I've been staying out the way as much as I can, but you know, I got to go in the public sometime. And when I go in the public, I don't want wanna have to worry about my safety when I'm going into a store or anywhere. I gotta constantly watch my back, front, and side to side. I want to be able to enjoy life without worries. You know, that's on one side of the of the coin. And you know, there's other things that's happening on the other side. And what I mean by that is dealing with police, laws. I haven't had any run-ins um, in years, basically because I'm, you know, I'm probably I'm in the house a lot on med work, and then uh, the minor few situations that I have, you know, that I have ran into the police. I didn't have any problem. I I comply as much as possible. These racial issues that I'm seeing and so seeing on social media in the news, it reminds me of the of the past. I read my history, you know, my, my books. Uh, I listen to uh, audio books, and as I'm reading, I visualize this. I don't watch my share of documentaries and I, I engulf myself in the pages. And I try to imagine how people lived back then. But before I get into that, let me talk about the restaurant situations. Tempers are short these days. I don't know what's what's happening in the world for us that why are people so aggressive and violent. No, a 17-year-old, I believe this was in uh, St. Louis somewhere. When you have to bring a weapon to work, you probably need to find another job if the threat or dangers in that area is that high and you fear for your life that you have to take a weapon to work. Or it might be, it might be some things outside of work that you're involved in where you have to take a gun to work. I know it's not how the media will put it like it might have been people got into it or shot because of the order was wrong. Uh, It's not that. It's the communication, the conversation that the employee and the customer have in between, between there, you know, it might stem from okay, whatever the order was, whatever what was wrong. But now, it's the egos, the the because the way the employee may respond back to the customer, and a uh, in a manner that the customer don't like. See, when I was in the re- restaurant field growing up, I was told, you know, the customer's always right. We know the customer's not always right, uh, of course, but it's how you give that level of respect to a customer. And nowadays, with 
managers and employees, they don't have that business side. They don't have that mentality to handle customers or situations. They get attitudes, talk crazy, ready to ready to fight. Versus saying, sorry about your inconvenience. Uh, let me get that for you. Let me fix that. I apologize. Something to de-escalate the situation. Instead, they're in, they're in the street mentality. Get hostile, get aggressive. Talk bad. And now, the customer is doing the same thing. Now, here's the problem. Here, here comes the problem now. See, restaurants, you managers, you stores, you corporation, you need to train your staff how to handle customers. This is the new trend now. Customers and employees, I mean, yeah, customers and employees now fighting in the lobbies. Shootings. Because not only that, at a Burger King, uh, a woman a woman went through the window and started firing at the employee. Come on, people. You got to find a way to settle the differences. And to me, to settle situations like that, the employees got to be understanding of the customer frustration. Might have been sitting in line for a long time and everything. Then you get to the window in your order room and then the employee talks smart. I'm going to tell you what happened to me today. I had a similar situation. I goes to Sonic this morning to get me some Sonic breakfast. I told the employee that was taking the order. I want a number 16 with a large Coke light ice and an order of fresh sticks. A friend toasted. Cause when she came on the speaker, she was talking to somebody else about something else that wasn't even, you know, about the job or whatever. So she still asking me, you know, uh, you know, you know, I told her, told her, toss my, told her my complete order. Cause when I get to the speaker of wonder, I already know what I want to order, and I go through it, so they don't have to. Uh, you know, suggest anything. Do you do you want this or that? Now I just already told them what I wanted. You know, you come back. You want you want fries? Uh, I just told you I wanted tots, large coke, light ice. I'm like, okay, so, but I didn't. You know, I just repeated it. Went on, went on with it. Then, so when the young lady finally came to my car, and she brought me. A medium drink. I'm like, I asked for a large Coke. And I told her maybe the young lady that's on the speaker to not be trying to take order and be talking in the background at the same time because she not getting the order correct. So she goes back and then the woman that was on the speaker comes out. Now you uh now you definitely said you wanted a medium drink. Uh this isn't there not and I told her, you know, I heard on the speakerphone talking. I said, I didn't order 
a medium drink. And I asked her the question, on a number 16, what size drink comes on it? She said a medium. So why would I tell you I want a medium drink when it automatically a medium drink comes on it? But next, uh, next time you need to say that and as she's saying that she walking out, she didn't got, she didn't got an attitude or whatever. She didn't, did no one take my money or anything. She said, don't, don't worry about it. So I don't know what, was she comping my meal uh, or what? But I figured that she probably thought the other girl had took my order or took the money, which she didn't. So I got another employee that, that was taking uh, order in another car. I gave her my receipt and my card to pay for the order. I couldn't, I could have drove up because I didn't really thought she was covering my order, but I don't know, she wasn't clear. But the point of the matter is that she got an attitude about it. And, you know, it's, and that's the second incident I done had at that Sonic with an employee. But, that, you know, it was a long time in between you know, different people at the time. So people, when you're going or working at a restaurant or anything in public service, you got to know how to deal with the public. You have to, I mean, just do the job as peaceful and as calm as can be. And sometimes people may make you mad or or whatever gets you frustrated but you got to keep calm because you you're, you have a job you're working sorry about the inconvenience I will get that right for you that's all it takes it's going to calm the customer then they'll be gone versus you getting an attitude and people ready to fight you got to come back to work you got a job you're trying to hold you managers, you're gonna have to get your employees together. You're gonna have to get it right. Cause there's too much of this going on at restaurants now. Fighting, shooting, killings, what, just a couple of weeks? Maybe not even a week ago. Kodak Black at a McDonald's in Louisiana. Guys let off about 30, 40 rounds at a, at a McDonald's. People are not caring about where they shoot it. They don't, they're not caring about the bystanders. The innocent people, children, nothing. They're, they're just shooting. Don't care who they hit. I'm not understanding that. But uh, in another situation, it's not about a restaurant or employees. I was just uh, reading about uh, how can a woman kill her kids under five years old. A woman in Los Angeles slain three of her children. She did this on Saturday, Saturday, April 10th. She lived in an apartment and she killed her kids. Grandmother came home from work and found her three grandchildren killed and the mother gone. The mother, she was 30 years old. In uh, Tulare County, she was found in, uh, arrested in Tulare County. So on her, on her run, trying to get away, 
she carjacked somebody. The woman car killed the kids, carjacked somebody. All in early in the morning. All this happened early in the morning. And the kids were stabbed to death. No, so she had abandoned her car and carjacked someone. So I'm curious to what was her reason for killing the kids? If she just wanted to leave, why not just leave the kids with the grandmother? Why kill your kids and leave and run off and get away? Why would you kill your kids? Why would you kill babies? People are going crazy out here. Man, that's, uh, that's some cold stuff right there. You kill babies. Can you, you imagine walking up on someone killing a child with a knife that's under five years old, a baby that can't defend itself, and knowing mother is supposed to be there to protect them, and they just so unaware and not knowing what's about to happen? How do the mother have it in her heart? Not to kill just one, but three. Can you imagine it? That you, a baby, babies, with a knife, you stabs. How do you keep going? How do you push yourself? What kind of evil has taken over you to have you that cold-hearted, dark soul? That's, that's what I'd be wanting to know. How can you do that? How? What's the motivation? The I mean, how is it in you to be able to do that? That's got to be some powerful stuff. To be in a person, to be able to kill innocent children. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Let, let me let's talk about uh you know to my next topic uh relationships. Relationships are much different now. The way we meet, the way we uh, the the things that we we do in life, how we interact, it's different. To me, I think it's worse. I mean, it's social media dating, yeah, it's expectations are, are much higher. Uh, the pressure is the pressure is there, you know, and uh. For the men, for the men with money, not so much pressure, cause you got women throwing their stuff at the car. They see you got money, but uh, or you have the real attractive men. Women go for them, cause they're attractive and they don't have to have money, much money. But the men that are okay, are not so attractive. You don't have much money, but you. You're a good guy. You make a decent living. Have the problems. I get in a, uh, a dating, I get in a relationship, something, cause you gotta have this, the material things. The it's, it's it's just different. 
Uh, I think the, the marriage rate has decreased. More divorces. Women are now, for me, are hard to communicate with. It's been in my experience. Experience. Women are now, for me, hard to communicate with. It's been in my experience recently. I think it's more because of social media. And why I say that is because it's a shopping mall for men and women. So relationships now are more temporary, it seems. So no matter where you meet a person at, 98% of the time, they got a social media account and the effect is the same. How social media became a curse and a blessing or just a curse. I got to thinking about that, so I Googled it. Anything I have an opinion on, I have to see what Google thinks. Here's what I found. A study found a link and social media use and decreased marriage quality in every model in a life. It also found that 20% annual increase in Facebook enrollment was associated with a 2.18% to 4.32% increase in divorce rates. Effects of social media use and misuse on marriage and relationship. Social media has changed the way we meet and interact with each other. It, prov- it provides a platform to learn more about people you associate with. However, social media usage has also contributed to problems in romantic relationships. Research has shown an increased use of social media has a negative effect on marriage and relationship. High levels of social media usage have led more marital problems infidelity, conflict, jealousy, and eventually divorce. People spend too much time on Facebook. It's not what a person does on social media, but also how much time they spend doing it that can create the conflict. It's been increased suspicion, snooping, and jealousy of the spouse, seeking information about the interaction of a significant other whether suspicions are founded or unfounded, people often feel uneasy about their relationship after discovering something on their partner's Facebook account. This often leads to increased monitoring, jealousy, and conflict in a relationship. In fact, researchers have found that more a person examines their partner's Facebook activity, the more that a person reports jealousy and mistrust. And the infidelity and online affairs Unfortunately, suspicions about a partner's social media interaction are often warranted. One antenna does admit to, hi- to hiding messages and posts from their significant. Eight percent adults in relationships admit to having secret accounts, and one in three divorces now start as online affairs. The good news is creating new relationships, but you know that it's just a cycle. More than a third of U.S. marriages now begin online through dating sites and social media networks. Those marriages are lasting longer on an average than those that begin offline. Couples are also starting to understand the impact of social media use on relationships and work to limit time spent on Facebook and be more open in their online activities. Some couples are even creating social media prenups, guidelines with a prenuptial agreement for acceptable online behavior such as not printing excesses and not sharing private information or photos without permission. What I have, the information I have just read to you is uh, is from McKinley 
Urban Family Law Firm. So, what you think, people? Do you see the same thing? What about in your relationship? You want to talk about it? Send me a text. I had to Google that. I see that my suspicions was right about relationships. More and more young women and girls um, going to social media exposing their bodies. It's all about the, the sex appeal now. You got some butt, you got, you know, you got this year going on for the women, how they attract the men and the men use his money to attract the women. Bad combination. There's a, uh, there's a space for problems right there. Relationships. Yeah, it's, it's getting harder. And, and me, I, if I see a problem beginning to start, I have to go go ahead exit stage left, and when I have a, I normally don't like to be friends with somebody that I'm dating on Facebook because uh when people at times people may get the wrong you know thought about something the wrong just you you looking for something so you are gonna make everything a problem even though I don't when I'm in a relationship I don't do nothing on social media to make you not trust me no way but uh yeah so, social media is, is become a blessing and a curse women women are to me in my opinion and my experience have been bad communicating even though you're in a dating you're out dating you know, you're single and you're trying to meet someone, whether it's online or in person, talking to them, trying to get the conversation going for me. It's been, I mean, you're talking and it's, you're not keeping your word. You're not, uh, it's, it's not, it's not there. I'm trying to figure out a way to put it without confusing you. Um, I'm old fashioned, maybe. I like to talk, do, you know, hang out, walk, do some things like that, watch TV, just just getting that one-on-one vibe. So when we're talking or about to talk, uh, we're talking on the phone or whatever, let's talk, let's conversate. Don't let me do all the talking. I find myself, I'm the one that's trying to, you know, come up with the conversation, the topics or whatever. Also, if you if you, you tell me you're going to call me back, call me back. You know, then, you know, but you get, I don't know. I don't want to put all my business out there. I'm just going to, it just ain't been, been working for me. How about that? So I've just been, Chilling. But as you see from the from the Google search that I, I just read, that I, I'm not the only one seeing the relationship decrease. I just hope the young women now uh change the mentality. 
it's, it's, it's even getting hard to, to date out here and ma- maintain a relationship. Because, you know, women, men both have a catalog of women, men to choose from. So their attention span is short on the person that they may meet. Because you're trying to juggle, juggle multiple people. Now I understand dating. You know, you ain't settling down with them. You're dating this year and that. But you, you got to make sure that's what it is. I may come back to that at the end. Let me get my thoughts together. I had it together, you know, about what I wanted to say about it. But uh, I want to talk about this young man and this street mentality that they have now. Young, young man. Uh, you, you think you're not slaves but you are slaves. You're in, your mind is enslaved in this street mentality, this code that you're living by, by not being snitches or none of this right here. See, all they go hand in hand with is what corrupting your neighborhood. What's causing people to lose their lives you to lose your life and your freedom cause when you in jail you're a slave again you're a slave I'm not gonna say again but you're, you're a slave you're, your mind you know your mind is enslaved out here on the streets now you're enslaved behind them bars how do you do these things without a conscience of you're going to lose your freedom or your life. You say you're not giving statements or talking to 12. Uh, guys, if you're not doing what you don't supposed to be doing, then you don't have to worry about giving statements or talking to 12, 12 or whatever. But when you're out here in these streets and you, you're robbing, you're stealing, you're killing, you, you're causing problems, you become a menace to society. You, you're not caring about going to jail, doing life, or doing time. But then you're bringing kids into the world. How do you keep this same mentality and knowing you have kids out here? How can you go to jail, lose your freedom, and not be out here to take care of your kids? And women, you have you have babies by these guys. You know this their lifestyle. Why? Why do people put their kids in these lifestyles, these family situations, this this hostile environment? Well, I'm going to cut this episode short. And I'll, my next episode, we're going to pick up right here. We're going to discuss this. So, also about my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working, trying to get into the film industry. Well, doing my own film and making my own stories up or whatever. Uh, you know, it takes time to get good in them. But you can watch my short films on 
YouTube at Culturally, Culturally Dysfunctional. Uh, the short film I have on there now is called Charlie. So go check it out. So I will be posting other things on there. I guess I'm going to start utilizing YouTube now. Uh, but Culturally Dysfunctional, you may find Charlie on there. It's a short film, and I will add more as my journey continue. So until next time, right here on this channel, on this podcast, you know, you can listen to me on Pandora, Google, uh, Podbean, know all the platforms. Uh, so until next time, I want everybody to watch over each other. Take care of each other. Be kind to each other. And let's bring peace. So, until next time, peace. It's the big guy.